And I think often a lot of people give up before they break through because they think, oh, no one's interested in this. It's not getting the engagement that everything else I'm doing is getting. And it's quite sad, really. From Swoop, it's Take the Plunge, a podcast of how business owners decided to stop what they were doing and took the plunge to start their own business. We take a look at how they came to that decision and what those first crucial steps were in getting their business up and running. My name is Kieran, and I'll be your host for this episode. This week, we're joined by Joanna Wilson, the founder of Just Work Tutoring, uh, an online platform to support and motivate people all around the world, and Just Work Wellness. Joanna is also a Cambridge graduate and works alongside her family business too. So Joanna, you're very, very welcome and thanks so much for joining us. How are you doing today? Hey guys, doing awesome, thanks. I've never ever been introduced to anything before, so that sounds weird, like introducing who I am. There you go, I hope, hope you did you justice. Yes, absolutely. You probably made me sound slightly more exciting than I actually am, to be honest. <laughs> okay, so let's take it back to just before Just Work Tutoring. Um, what were you doing before you started your own business? Um, so I was actually at uni still and like you said, I went to Cambridge and one of the massive things with being at Cambridge is, I mean, they kind of say you're not allowed to get a job whilst being at uni, but the reality is that you you just can't in terms of just how busy your timetable is. You can't really commit to sort of a regular shift anywhere or anything like mm-hmm. that. So it's, it's really, really hard to sort of have any other sort of income whilst being at uni, which I know quite a lot of students around the rest of the country, they really actually need to be able to live their life at university. So for me, I was a student and I was studying really hard, but equally wanted, like had this sort of extra urge to help people as well as sort of look for something that fitted around my studies and fitted around that wasn't a general sort of you go and you do this shift this is what happens every single week it was sort of a I can do this whenever I can fit it in around my crazy lifestyle and my crazy timetable so that's sort of where I was and what I was doing and therefore how like tutoring came up to fit in if that makes sense were you ever tempted to go down like a traditional path where you're like i definitely just want my to be my own boss i want to start my own thing was that always your your intention i think i've just i've sort of my family particularly my brother we've all sort of been business oriented and business minded for quite a while now so i knew i didn't want to do like the traditional get a cambridge degree move to london and get a job and just work there forever which like definitely I'm not slating anyone who does that because it's a route that people love and a route that people go down but for me I'm a home girl I'm a northerner I wanted to stay you in never, Leeds you never, you never tell, you never tell. <laughs> I wanted to stay in Leeds I wanted to be at home and I wanted to kind of have the option to do things on my own terms with with that in mind you obviously got to a place where you're making that decision so what were the first couple of steps in, in getting up and running and, and getting it turned into a business? Yeah, so for me, I actually spent a year doing the tutoring without actually calling it anything or it being anything. It was just I had a couple of students that were regulars and then I started to do what I call mindset sessions with students, which are basically just giving them advice and expertise and helping them come up with a little timetable. And that was just something for about a year that I was doing without even like I was just doing it whilst being at uni just for a bit of extra income. And I 
did sign up to a couple of tutoring sites myself but one thing i found was that the amount of commission that the tutoring site takes from you so the parent might pay i'm just making up numbers here but the parent might pay 25 pound for the student uh, for their child to be tutored and the tutor might only get 15 of it or 10 of it and for me that like i wanted that to change because i think the amount of hard work mm -hmm. that the tutors put into their students uh, deserves more recognition so for about a year i was just tutoring off my own back and then i mm -hmm. i wanted to put a brand to it i wanted it to become something that had a name and like people yeah. knew it as a thing so about a year later i decided to call it just work which is actually came from because jw my initials as well so that's how the just work works and i also decided to make my own planners um, and this was something that throughout school and throughout uni, I was a massive, massive planner geek. And what I found myself doing was because I liked different bits from different people's planners, I'd end up having about five books that I took around with me everywhere. And it'd be like, right, well, I like the gratitude bit in this one. And I like the planning bit in this one. And I like how you can structure your day in this one. And I was literally, I'd have to carry like, so many books around with me so like my ideal was just to make a book mainly for myself that had everything i wanted in one place so i only had to take one book around with me which stemmed the birth of the planners as well so with the the name of the brand and then obviously having a physical product i was like right i definitely think i need to register myself as a business and get everything up and running properly rather than it just being something that i was just doing anyway and when you were kind of getting things up and making an official brand i mean what were the kind of first couple of steps that you were you were trying to navigate when setting up the business yeah so a couple of big ones for me i um got a website i invested in a website which was definitely a really good step it obviously makes it look more official makes it sort of a landing page for people to go to and what what I'd actually done without knowing it is in that year that I was sort of tutoring without knowing where it was going to go, I saved all my money from that. And it all just went into a PayPal account that I literally just didn't let myself touch, which was really, I, like I said, I didn't know I was doing it at the time, but it was really good for me because then mm -hmm. when it came to like having to pay for a website and pay for the planner stock and pay to become registered as a limited company and all that stuff i sort of had the funds to be able to do that so right. yeah so getting my website was a massive one and then i initially when for my first year i just did it under self-employed as myself but then yep. after that i decided to register just work as a limited company mm -hmm. which I, I i got an accountant to do it i'm not I'm the type of person that if it's something that I don't know how to do or I'm not familiar with at all, I'd rather just get someone else to do it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, registered I, as a company I, and got a bank account as well. And how, like I suppose, how were those couple of things? Was it easy finding a website, finding the right one? Is it hard to get a business bank account? When you were finding the account and what were you looking for? How did you find the right one? Yeah, so I was looking again, I know a lot of people create their own websites me being me i honestly wouldn't even know where to start <laughs> and because i was studying as well at the time i just i couldn't afford to be spending my hours i was i was studying in my hours so i couldn't afford to be trying to figure out how to make a website <laughs> so i outsourced that as well thankfully i actually through 
the body bible which is one of my brother's businesses we had a lady who did the website for that so i already had that contact but one thing i would definitely say is like you can outsource if it's not something that you are personally familiar with and you don't want to spend your hours and hours a lot of things are quite easy and cheap to outsource if using websites like fiverr or just going online and just having a search of whatever it is specifically that you want can actually save you so much time i'm the type of person that i value my time quite highly so if i know it's something that's going to take me hours and hours and hours to do i'd rather outsource it to someone else and the same with the accountant just did a little bit of research got myself registered as a limited company Interestingly enough, though, I did actually struggle to get a business bank account initially. I, You're not the first person to say that, yeah. Joanna. Oh. It's, it's just, I think, traditional banks, let me say, without naming any names. <laughs> they don't make it easy. <laughs> yeah, they, they want a traditional business, if that makes sense. And I just remember so clearly yeah. having a phone call with a guy from, again, I won't name any names, but a traditional bank and him being like, I don't understand your business plan. Like I like I just don't see like we can't grant you the rights to get a business bank account if you've not got a solid structure and business plan. And I was just like, right, okay, see you later, bye. And <laughs> I actually now bank with Starling for my business account. And yeah. honestly, it's been I've not got a bad word to say about Starling to the point where I'm actually considering moving my personal banking over there as well. It's so easy. Yeah. It was so easy to set up like the navigation is brilliant within it and it is a bit weird because there's no like physical money with styling and there's no sort of branches Mm. or anything like that but for me it's just been incredible and i've actually come into the point where i'm going to have to start handing over my business accounts to for someone to do my end of year accounts for my tax and honestly the way that styling lays it out is just brilliant like to be able to see exactly what you're spending you can literally as you're spending things you can allocate it to certain categories so that when it comes to doing your accounts you literally say right this is how much i spent on inventory this is how much i spent on marketing this is how much i spent on admin and you can do that without having to sit down at the end of the year and spend hours like pulling your hair out and physically doing it yourself because i think as you say it's just all about saving yourself time but yeah starling isn't brilliant so so slick and and easy to use um i also think the one you mentioned there, Fiverr.com, with all the ores at the end of it, uh, is is super useful for anyone who hasn't heard of it. If you're looking to outsource web development, website design, graphic design, visuals, you can just find so many options uh, on it. I think it's a that's a great shape. And then I suppose really interesting here, you talked about those initial steps. Is there anything that went kind of horribly wrong at the start where you're like, uh, would it would have done something differently or did it all go plain sailing? I wouldn't say anything went terribly wrong. I think one thing I just think with any sort of business is when you start something up because you're so passionate about it yourself, you just think that everyone else is just going to be as passionate about it as you are. You're like, right, I'm going to launch planners and I'm just they're just going to all sell out. And I think people who have businesses online and sort of the the way the world is centric around influencers now and lots of people becoming entrepreneurs and creating their own businesses and killing it. You're just like, oh, well, all I have to do is say I've got this business and everybody's going to buy my product and everyone's going to buy into it and everybody's <laughs> You know what I mean? And actually, in reality, when you click launch and you're like sat there for 10 minutes and there hasn't been a sale yet. Um, 
Kirlalelex won. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, yeah. Um, it, it is a bit of a like harsh reality. You do sort of, it's very, very grounded and very, very humbling. But ultimately, it's hard. It's hard to start your own business and it's hard to build up that rapport with people and start to get your name out there. And I think, like I say, you just, I think you just, because it's the most amazing thing in your eyes you automatically just think that everybody else is just going to be as passionate about it as you are. And in reality, it's probably not the case. And you've got to sort of (laughs) build that solid foundation to be able to, to be able to start like growing that audience and growing those sales and everything like that. And then I suppose in terms of that, when you you hit the big red button and you're like, okay, hold on a second. There's not thousands here on day one. What, what were the kind of steps you were doing to, to get that traction, to, to get people more familiar with the brand, get it out there. What, what kind of steps did you take it? What, what kind of things seemed to work for you? Yeah. I think one of my massive things is consistency with everything. So with with anything that you're doing, be it on your social media pages, be it on like any sort of platform, be it on whatever it is you're doing, like being consistent with it is so important to be able to grow that audience. What you've got to realise, particularly on the marketing front, is that you you're engaging with a new audience and it takes time to sort of like attract that audience that is interested in the things that you're posting about. And I think, like I said, uh, because it's the most passionate and amazing thing in my world, I just thought, right, if I go on my personal Instagram and if I start talking about tutoring, people are going to be interested in that. And the reality is the people that were already on my Instagram were, were not there because of tutoring. They were there because of different areas of my life and different things that I'm involved in. So it just takes time to consistently build that brand and like attract that audience that is interested in exactly what you're about and exactly what you're posting in and I think often a lot of people give up before they break through because they think oh no one's interested in this it's not getting the engagement that everything else I'm doing is getting and it's quite sad really I think we live in a world at the minute where it's sort of dictated by engagement and likes and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if you can detach yourself from that and just think you know what trust the process let's be consistent with what we're doing we're passionate about this we know there's a market for it and it will come eventually the more consistent we are with it then that's a much better way to sort of view it and think about it yeah love that i suppose through that and getting the brand there has there been a moment where like oh this has been the day it's my favorite moment of it so far or has it just been uh, lots of different highs along the way a little bit of both i think like that feeling when when you've got a physical product and that like first sale comes through it's addictive it's it's just such a good feel, and it's not even the first one actually I don't know why I keep saying the first one like any sale comes through it's like wow <laughs> someone's actually been online put in their bank details put in their card information <laughs> and paid for something that I've created like that feeling is just it's pride more than anything I think wow like Absolutely. I've created something that somebody wants to actually spend their money on so yeah I think that that's definitely one that always sort of hits home with me from a business standpoint and then also my mission in life is just helping others so when I'm tutoring and someone has that breakthrough moment where they like finally get it or if I get a message saying you know what you've your positivity or what you're doing is really really helped me 
that outweighs any sort of financial gain in my opinion like just knowing that what you've done has helped someone or you've you've supported someone in feeling better about themselves or learning a concept that they've never understood or like understanding things relating to their mindset and their studies like that feeling of someone actually saying like thank you this has really helped me is just incredible like it's the best thing in the world and then in terms of the the business now what are you what are your kind of next steps what are you what are your ideas in terms of growing it and what's what's exciting you at the moment um i think at the moment i've i've actually the tutoring side of things in terms of students has just blown i think it's the state of the world at the minute i think Everyone's a little bit unsure. Everyone's had sort of six months off of school. It, there could be a scenario where what the grades that they get in their mocks in December or January could be their final grades. So my tutoring, I've actually got more students than I've ever had at one time in the past, which is incredible. Um, so I'm kind of enjoying getting back into that again. Just again, I've got like preparing for my like science sessions and math sessions. That's been really quite nice getting prepared for that. And then I think one thing I want to try and start rolling out a little bit more is more group work, more sort of group sessions or like lecture slash webinar style sessions so I can hit more. I know tutoring is quite a, I don't know whether privileged is the right word, but it's it's an expensive service. Like there's, there's no mm-hmm. lying about that fact. So to be able to sort of roll things out a little bit more mass so it can be mm-hmm. cheaper for more people yeah. um is something that i'm really keen to do over the next couple of months particularly like you say with with the state of the world with people being a little bit behind with the uncertainty to be able to touch mm-hmm. as many bases as i possibly can and make it more accessible for more people is something that i'm really keen to get doing and would you kind of look at similar in- like similar tools that industries would use, say like the fitness industry, how they've used kind of the virtual world to go for more online classes and systems they would use. Would you would you take inspiration from that and find tools from, from that walk of life? Definitely. I think that like if this lockdown has taught me anything, it's that opportunities from home and online are flipping endless. Like that the, is true. the stuff that you can do is just insane. And I'm I'm a massive dreamer. I'm like, if I'm sat here doing a session with one person, then who says there can't be a hundred people sat on here listening to this? Because it's the same thing and I think it's it's crazy what we can do from the comfort of our own home. And I've seen loads of different people in my life do this in many different ways, be it fitness classes, be it sort of anything that's sort of in a traditional sense but moving it online is just i feel like the this year has really taught us how to do that and i think yeah definitely inspired by it and there's lots and lots of opportunities within the education field to be able to use it as well amazing well joanna you've had so many nuggets in there for any kind of new startup business how to navigate a business bank account where to go in terms of looking for websites if you don't have the skill set there's no harm in outsourcing it i think it's a very very good nugget um but like honestly it's been so refreshing just to hear your your mindset and attitude and like just positivity beams through throughout it and it's just so good to see uh so wish you all the best uh with just work tutoring and just work wellness i'm sure you're going to continue to smash it uh, and i hope people come in and they in their droves to join in those group sessions when when you launch them no doubt 
Um, but thanks so much for coming on and joining us at Take the Brunch. Uh, it's been brilliant having you. Thank you so much, guys. It's been a pleasure.